Hello and welcome to Still Buffering, a cross-generational guide to the culture that made us. I'm Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McElroy. And I'm Taylor Smurl. Um, hey, Riley. <laughs> so I didn't know we were going to bring this into the podcast. Well, I feel like we should warn our dear listeners that um, at any moment, Riley may have to leave. <sighs> yeah. It's okay. I'll come back. It's my fault. It's Sydney's fault. It's my fault. Really? We were we were we went out last night to celebrate well not cel I don't know. Whatever. Celebrate me leaving? Well that's why I realized well I mean Riley's know, last hurrah. Yeah. Yeah. I move in like two days. So Yes. Although by the time, time you listen to this I I'll you'll be gone. in DC. I'll be gone. You'll be in law school. Oh well. Yeah. Basically. Basically. Well, actually, yeah. you might be here when you listen to this, but that's beside the point. <laughs> that's true. It's true. By the time you listen to this, I might, I might be, might be there, seeing into the woods. <laughs> <laughs> that scared me. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Thought of musical theater. Oh, okay, so not the not hair of the dog. You need the thought of musical theater. Yeah. Does that does that sober you up? It does. Just some Sondheim. I'm sorry. I take responsibility. You're uh, much littler than me. I, I have years more of experience and I take responsibility. I should know better. I know. I, I'm almost 22. <laughs> <laughs> I should know by no, now. It's almost no, a whole no. year of drinking. That's a well, whole year. Hey, You're a baby. No. You, you got you, you you got home safely. You were everybody was smart and nobody mm-hmm. nobody did anything dangerous. And now no. you just got a little hangover. That's all right. It's it's That's you, fine. It's gonna happen in your life. It's okay. Yeah. yeah. Usually yeah. when this happens, I just wake up and I think I'll just sleep for a couple more hours, and then when I wake up, I'll feel fine. But then I sleep for a couple more hours and I wake up and I don't feel fine. So then I eat something gross mm. and greasy and go back to sleep again and then it's fine i mean i'm i'm 39 years old and i have to say that last night my dd was my mom our mommy picked us up <laughs> our mommy picked us up so there was no drinking and driving that's that's good <laughs> my mommy i sat in the back seat <laughs> i don't think my mommy has ever seen me that drunk before i don't think my mommy's ever seen me just like I don't know. Anything more than you a couple, sit, like, two seltzers you in. You sit straight up in your seat. You were, like, draped across the car seat. I was just lounging. <laughs> just lounging. <laughs> lounging. I was just lounging. Your head was sort of between the, the seats, like, just kind of hanging over the center console. <laughs> I was relaxing. You just- this is all to say we didn't drink excessively. And we didn't do anything dangerous. No, no, no. No, right. It was all. Riley's just a little little baby, and so a few drinks. That's all it yeah. takes. A few Pokemon yeah, shots. Yeah, because Sydney's fine this morning. So obviously we didn't drink like you know uh, an unhealthy amount. We just I, a little baby. Yeah. And we played. Um, we went to a <laughs> we went to a bar where they have arcade, arcade games. Bar. An arcade bar. Uh, and which has had different names, and now I don't remember the name of now it. Now it's Old North. Is that what it's called now? I thought it was Quicksilver. Now it's Old North. I st- even though it is not called Barcade, Taylor, that you took us to a Barcade once, I yes. believe. And so in my head, that's always what it is. But mm-hmm. I know that's not what it's called. Mm-hmm. 
That. But anyway, we played a diehard arcade <laughs> game until we beat it. <laughs> oh, that sounds fun. And yeah. Dance Dance Revolution. Oh my. Oh. I hope. If I made I made Sydney play Dance Dance Revolution. Oh, I, why is there not a video of that? To all about that bass. Do you know how bad I? Okay, first of all, can I say that if you are talented at Dance Dance Revolution, you are, you are the most um, skilled person on the planet, and I don't know like how I am the same species. That game is so hard. That was so hard. I don't understand. And I know that I've seen kids over there just like doo, 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 like doing it. And I don't understand how that's possible. <laughs> I, 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 I am always in awe of that as well. I can't. I don't. I think it's fun to try once and, you know, with somebody else that's equally not experienced. But if you accidentally get up against one of those kids that holds on to the back bar. Uh-oh. Oh, no. <laughs> when you see them grab there, you're like, oh, no, I've made a mistake. It's been out of order every other time I've been there. So it was finally on last night. I was so excited, but it needed quarters. And I dug around in my bag, and all I had were gold Sacagawea coins. <laughs> like golden dollars. I, I don't. <laughs> Riley kept pulling more coins out of her purse and handing them to me. And I'm sitting there looking at my hand, and I'm like, why do you have so many gold dollar coins? Where the heck did. Like, why. Why do I have a handful of these? And then you tried to put one in DDR, and Dance Dance Revolution was like, "Nah, this is not. (laughs) This is nothing." I found four quarters. (laughs) Because I'm sitting there, like, I guess I could go up to the bar and hand them this gold coin. Oh, they're gonna love you for that. (laughs) Yeah, you you told me you said you can take that up to the bar and ask for four quarters. And I just remember thinking, I, that's the last thing I'm ever going to do on this planet. I would never. I mean, it's the same. It's a dollar. Yeah. I, I guess. I don't know. I felt like a pirate. I'm just standing there holding the a handful bartender. of gold coins. <laughs> Anytime. She was so nice. Yeah. I mean, pain in any sort of not standard money is there's not a slot for it is the problem. It's like paying with like a $2 bill. It's like, yeah, you can. You're right. It is money, but I don't have a little place for it to go. Oh. Uh, did did people ever give you those gold, you know what I'm talking about? The dollar, the gold dollar coins? Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's always, uh, this, this happened at two different bars I've worked at. There's always a guy whose personality is, huh, huh, I tip you in Sacagawea coins. And I don't know why that's your thing. You've chosen to be uh-huh. that guy. The guy with the weird tipping mechanism. But... Okay, I mean, that is strange. It, yeah, it's legal tender. Yeah, I'm not going to refuse it, but you know, that's weird. You would go through the trouble of just having those on you at all times. I, yeah, I although I guess I do. You do yeah. have them on. Yeah, you're that guy. You're, you're that guy. <laughs> I didn't know they were in my purse. I'll be honest. I didn't even think I had any coins. And then I pulled them out. And I was like, Oh look, I thought they were quarters. No, you had lots of coins. It was like Mary Poppins, <laughs> but just for gold coins. <laughs> My doubloons. <laughs> were you trying to spend all your doubloons before you go to DC? You were, you were this strange, drunk Gen Z pirate who kept pulling gold coins out of your purse to play DDR. <laughs> I mean, describe that way. That sounds pretty cool. Yeah, that makes me sound way cooler than I looked in that moment. <laughs> trying I, to put a gold cannot, coin into the DDR machine. I cannot imagine what we look like playing 
Dance Dance Revolution. I can't. I was in Burks. Well, fake Burks. They're not. They're from Target, but they're you know basically. So you didn't get a video, but somebody definitely did. Somebody I did. Not. I hope nobody did. It was. It was the worst. I don't know how you could have done worse. In like, like if you stood still, you may have done better. Actually, if you stood still. <laughs> you did say that when we finished. You said no one has been worse at this game. <laughs> Anyway. I took a video of the point screen at the end and we had like over 300 misses and 10 excellence and then like 40 okays. Well, did, did you get to finish the song? Because, you know, you can be so bad that it just stops. Really? Oh, well, we finished the song. Okay. I think I mean, I think that's if you're like playing like several songs, but uh, no. I know I know I've gotten that before. Oh, well, no, we we played the whole song. Yeah. I'll bet that bass. We were much better at Die Hard. We were. <laughs> <laughs> although, although, I will say this. There's some mechanism in Die Hard that lets you pick up things on the ground. Like, if, like, a big pole falls, you can pick it up to beat people with or whatever. And if you don't know how to do that, then it's just punching and kicking. And I, like, it took me half the game to figure out how to pick <laughs> the thing up. And then as soon as I would pick it up, I would drop it. And I couldn't figure out, like, how do you use it? How do I use it? So there there were several times where I was just sort of standing there holding something while you were fighting people. And, like, I'm sitting there trying to think, like, don't push that. Don't put you'll drop it. Don't push that. And then I'd get kicked or whatever and drop it anyway. I never did figure out how to use any items. I just punched and kicked the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) You beat it, though. So we 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 did beat it. We did beat it. We rescued Um. the the little girl in the desk. (laughs) We did. I like that. That's uh, your that's your last hurrah story. There, you know, years from now, you'll be telling that. And then Sydney and I went out. And we beat Die Hard. <laughs> Tried to Which put is great balloons in DDR. Riley's never seen Die Hard, so she was like, "Is this what it's like? <laughs> is, this, is, is this how you die?" The whole hard? while, Sydney was describing the plot of Die Hard, <laughs> and like, I'm not I'm not a Die Hard Die Hard fan, so I I've seen it. Maybe twice. I don't know. You know, like, I vaguely know what Die Hard's about. I know that there's a discourse about whether or not it's a Christmas movie every year. But I don't... I don't... I don't know. I'm not a Die Hard expert, let me say. I could tell. Yeah. I'm like, it happens at Nakatomi Plaza. (laughs) Bruce Willis is there. I think that's the one thing I learned about it. Uh, But that's not the game we're talking about this week. No, we're talking about... Baseball. Baseball. America's game. Baseball. I mean, not just baseball, a league of their own. That would be weird if we just did a, an episode on baseball. Especially because none of us really table. like watch baseball. Or, yeah. or really played baseball. Yeah. I didn't even play softball. We played softball. But this no. isn't softball. This no. is baseball. Uh, so, a league of their own. <laughs> I love this movie and it makes me cry every time I watch it. Um, I thought of it because uh, where did I see it? It's been it's been a month or so ago. I saw it on a plane. Somebody else was watching it. I wasn't watching it, but they were up on their screen, and I was like looking over their shoulder and silently watching, thinking about how great it would be to be watching a leak of their own. Yeah, you know that you can you get the same movies that that uh, that person does on the headset I, thing. I know I could have. You also were allowed to watch a league of their own. Sometimes I just like to sort of look around and see like bits and pieces of other movies and shows people are watching. 
and I can't hear them. <laughs> this is a dad thing. That is, yeah. Yeah. This is very dad, what I'm saying. Yeah. And then you point out to whoever is next to you what other people are watching, despite the fact yep. that they can absolutely see that, too. And they're probably watching something themselves. <laughs> yep. Yeah, well, usually Justin and I will listen to a podcast on a plane. Like, we'll share a pair of earbuds and just listen. <laughs> um, oh, that's very cute. Uh, but every once in a while, we just look at each other and nod like, mm, we do, mm-hmm. we do. <laughs> that's exactly. Mm. Uh, and uh, But this time my earbud fell out and was like lost in the seat for half the flight. So I had to wait until I got off so I could like search the seat. What a tragedy. It. Yeah, it was. It was very sad. Anyway, a league of their own. A league of their own. Wow, this is this is a great episode, guys. We're doing really well. You're you're not even the weak link right now. I think I am. <laughs> um so a league of their own is about a period of American history when women were allowed to play baseball. <laughs> a brief period. <laughs> I mean, women are allowed to play baseball, obviously, but there was no, a they're moment not anymore. where not only did we allow women to play, we encouraged them. We sought them out because America was at war and we needed baseball. And so we recruited women to play baseball for the enjoyment of all. I guess mainly men. It rhymed. Yes. I'm writing a poem. Anyway. <laughs> uh, and, and this is a movie, a fictionalized retelling of of that real thing that did happen mm-hmm. that there really was this you know women's baseball league but uh this was this is a fictional story of the the women who played baseball with their coach tom hanks and the uh just effervescent gina davis i love gina davis isn't she gina davis is one of the most beautiful women and just so talented i just love gina davis <laughs> Does everybody feel that way? I, I think that is a that is a universally held belief. But I will say I I'm a, I think I I mean Laura Laura Petty's in the movie too, and that's Tank Girl, so I'm a little bit more of a Laura Petty fan. Mm, that's true. That's true. I can yes, I can understand that. Oh. Um, they they play sisters who also play baseball, and that's sort of the central. I mean, the, it's about all the people on the team because like you've got characters who um, their husband dies overseas while they're playing baseball and that plot line and you know and you've got somebody who's trying to bring their kid along and raise a child while they're participating so you've mm-hmm. got lots of other stories going on you have the story of tom hanks who's like a washed up baseball player who drinks all the time and at first doesn't care about any of it and then by the end realizes like i really care about these ladies and their baseball <laughs> um and Coach then tom hanks has feelings <laughs> And it's he is as he is as uh, crude and um, mean as Tom Hanks could be. Mm-hmm. You know, it was a little jarring. I, I hadn't seen this movie in years, and I was like, "Oh wow, Tom, bad boy, Tom Hanks!" Right? Yeah, I had never seen this movie. I was very caught off guard. It's weird to see, but it, like knowing, like especially like watching it again, and it's Tom Hanks. It all just seems like, oh, Tom, what are you up to? <laughs> You apologized as soon as the scene ended, didn't you? To everybody. Oh, you involved. know he did. You know he was constantly saying, like, I'm so sorry. You know I don't mean that right. <laughs> um and then of course the the central story of the two sisters who like 
they're playing baseball together, but there's this like sibling rivalry. And so it causes Kit, the younger sister, to leave and join a different team. And they end up facing each other in the World Series, predictably. And it all comes down to Kit sliding into home plate and Dottie as the catcher trying to tag her out in that big moment. Is she, who's going to, does she get the run and their team wins? Does Dottie tag her out? And I guess they would be tied. Yeah. Cause it, yeah. Yeah. You know, that's a a little lower stakes there when you think about it that way. Yeah. I also, in my memory, Dottie purposely, there's a, there's a pause and Dottie purposely dropped the ball, but then rewatching it, I'm like, no, I think she just pretty much drops it. I think it's, it's supposed to be debate. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think it's supposed to be like, was that on purpose or not? Cause they, they do a lot of work to establish that Dottie is a very, very good baseball player. Yeah. And so in that moment, her dropping the ball, which means kid is safe would be out of character for her as a very, very good baseball player. But, but yeah, you know, Kit really slides into her, too. Um, anyway, Kit, <laughs> Dottie drops the ball. Yeah. Um, whether, and, and I think that's supposed to be up for debate. Like, did is it because she loves her sister so much she drops the ball, or did she just drop it? Well, you know, I... I also forgot the fact that right before, because um, obviously Kit is up to bat, right before Kit gets her turn at bat, Dottie actually informs the pitcher the kind of pitches that Kit can't hit. So mm-hmm. I'm of the mindset that maybe it was, maybe she did just drop the ball. I forgot that was erased from my memory too, because in my mind it was like, oh, Dottie like graciously throws the game so Kit can win. I'm like, I don't know. She tried to <laughs> undermine her first. <laughs> She can't lay off the high ones. I think that's how it exists in Sydney's memory, though, because every time she recounts the end of the film, she does tear up. Says it's just so hard for her because she's so competitive and she loves baseball. Oh, they're I th- both very competitive. I see. You're relating to the 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 elder, the the oldest sibling here. Well, I assume you're also relating to the younger sibling. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just would say if you went up and told the pitcher how to throw pitches that I can't hit, I think I'd be pretty fair to, to mow you over at home base and win the game. <laughs> mm-hmm. I can just understand being an incredibly, I am an incredibly competitive person. <laughs> you say incredibly talented. <laughs> No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm incredibly competitive, but I can also understand as an older sibling wanting my younger siblings to succeed mm. and wanting to be able to, like, if I can help or facilitate or sacrifice something to do that, wanting that. And I could see those two competing urges being difficult. That's it. That's fair. Yeah. Well, I know that. Like, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, like, when I let your kids cheat at Candyland. <laughs> And I let them win. Is that hard exactly for you? Exactly the same. It's really hard for me. <laughs> I do it. Well, I mean, you know, is it your is it your dream to win Candyland or is it their dream? So, you know, you got you don't want to stand in the way of their dreams. Because I think that was part of it, too, is that, like, mm-hmm. maybe, and I don't think it's really established whether or not baseball really wasn't Dottie's dream, but Kit was far more vocal about the fact that that's what she wanted. And it was, and and it's too, like, I think the other thing that I always connected with is Dottie is this character who seems like 
she's really capable and competent and could do a lot of things, but she also seems like she is she feels she's supposed to be married and do the things that women did, you know, at that time. And she feels pulled in both directions. Like I, I, there's this thing that I'm good at and I enjoy and I like doing, but also it's not what I'm supposed to do. Mm. So I'm going to go do the thing I'm supposed to do now, which is my husband's back. I'm going to quit all of the things I was doing for myself and go keep the house. And it doesn't, which is fine if that's what you want, but it doesn't, I always got the sense like she's conflicted. Yeah. In a different time, Dottie would have been like a CEO. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like she would have been like she is very tall. a boss lady. She is very tall. But she would have been in charge of something. She would have been managing, a, you know, a baseball team. She would have been coaching. She would have been a boss in a different time. But because of when she lived, her options were more limited. Mm-hmm. I feel like that is sort of the sad wrapping on this. It's like it doesn't end with like, and then women's baseball was recognized as an enjoyable, beloved sport and continued forever. Like, no, then we, we eventually did end it in like the 50s. Like, that's enough of that. You go back to the kitchen. Yeah. When they could have the men back. Yeah. Then the men could play baseball mm-hmm. and everybody could enjoy the not boring at all sport of baseball. <laughs> You know, men's baseball doesn't have Madonna, so okay. It's true. Yeah. I do like I do like the recognition that part of it was it was like it wasn't just that we missed baseball. Like we we are watching the sort of spectacle that it was considered for like women to be like, oh my gosh, the girls are playing baseball. Like Let's put them in skirts. <laughs> let's let's. I hope they do cute stuff while they're out there. <laughs> and that was part of like the draw yeah. was like watch these cute girls do cute girl stuff while they play baseball. It's like it reminds me of the scene. There's a scene in Mad Men that um, where Peggy, when she's first given like she's supposed to be a secretary and she's f- first given the opportunity to like say something and like come up with copy for an ad and she says something that's really smart and everybody watches and like the they're watching behind one of those two-way mirrors so that they can see the focus group and when she says something really smart this guy goes huh it's like watching a dog play the piano because <laughs> it's a girl thinking <laughs> it's unfathomable i know the outfits are really cute though the dresses they wear yeah yeah not great for sliding, but they are cute. No, but they're very cute. Very impractical. It reminds me of the fact that... Do you remember we used to wear shorts when we played softball? Hmm. I didn't wear shorts. So, when you were in the younger league, you we wore pants. Like traditional baseball pants, you know. Oh, well, that's... sort I of shorty. With, I didn't stick with softball that long. I I played softball long enough that when you get into the older leagues, at least here at that time, now everything could change and it may have been different other places. So this was just my personal experience. When you graduated to the older league of softball, your uniforms became shorts. Yikes. And we would all wear these sliding shorts underneath our shorts and they would be longer. So you would see them hanging down under. Well, they were tight, but, you know, see them under our shorts because... We needed pants. 
And I always wondered, like, why do I have to wear shorts? That's why. <laughs> this seems so impractical. And in retrospect, it's like, why did we? I mean, like, the guys didn't. Well, there you go. In baseball, you wore the, the pants, the, the baseball pants. You know, they're not like pants pants. There's, they're baseball pants. There's no crying in baseball, but there are pants. Yeah, there are pants in baseball. Why do they have to wear skirts? I mean, I, I get it. It was the time period. But, like, that's why they all got torn up. Sliding in a skirt is not, that is not cool. You know, they have that one scene. It just kind of happens off to the side where you see the girl come back with the giant strawberry. Strawberry, yeah. yeah. Ugh. Those are terrible. I cannot imagine. I don't think I could have forced my body to do a slide in a skirt. It's hard enough. Like, it's so unnatural. The first time you learn how to slide, it's a really unnatural sensation. Like, I'm just going to sort of throw my body at the ground now. <laughs> I'm going to go feet first at the ground. Or even worse, a hand first slide. No. I don't think I ever did a single slide. I don't... I did not like softball. I was not a fan. I cleaned the mm. dugout a lot. I, I didn't want to actually play <laughs> the game. <laughs> Clean the dugout I, a lot. I remember, like, no, 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 I don't I don't want to really play this inning. I'll, I'll clean the dugout, though, and the coach being like, yeah, you know what, that's good. Yeah, do that, Taylor. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I always really enjoyed softball i really loved and maybe that's part of why i like the movie too is like it's weird i've never enjoyed watching baseball i've never followed baseball i don't know anything about baseball teams or players um but when i was playing softball i loved it i loved every minute of it i loved the um pressure because i mean that's the thing it's a team sport but when you're up at bat it's not a team (laughs) it doesn't feel that way you know it feels very individual and if you're up at bat with two outs, it's you. And I love that pressure. I love being the... I always talked about that with Dad. Whenever it was like bottom of the ninth, two outs, who's going to be up at bat to save the day? I would always rather it be me walking to the plate than someone else. Not because I think I'm the best. I just want that. I want that moment. I want to feel that. See, I don't, I don't like... I, I feel like that's why I like... That's why I like tennis. Because while it is a team sport and there is like an overall score... At the end of the day, it's like it kind of still feels like that's your game. If you lose it, mm-hmm. you lose. If you win it, you win. But there's not, you know, a whole gaggle of people depending on you to score. That's the worst feeling. I, yeah. Yeah. I couldn't have done baseball or softball. I, I didn't know you were such a fan, Sid. I loved, I mean, of playing it. Yeah, I loved playing softball. Are and you going to put Cooper in? I don't know. I don't know if they'll want to. I mean, if they want to, certainly. Um, I say Cooper because I think she would enjoy hitting and throwing Mm -hmm. more than Charlie would. I don't know. I'm not sure. You know, Charlie was offered a spot. This is totally off topic. And to like audition for the dance company at her dance school. Mm -hmm. And I really thought she'd want to because she seems to love dance. And she totally didn't want to. She said, I just don't. She said, will it be more time? And I said, yeah. I mean, if you're in the company, it's more rehearsals. Mm -hmm. There's shows. There's you travel sometimes like it's a commitment mm-hmm. um and she just didn't want to make she was like no she said i want to take dance class i like it but i want to keep my options open i don't know what i like <laughs> I want to keep my, I options, keep my options open <laughs> which was very mature and i said well that's that's fine we because she wanted to keep doing taekwondo and she was like would i have to give that up and i said probably not but there at some point if you if you commit fully to one thing <laughs> other stuff will have to go you know like so like she has a friend who does gymnastics who like is really great at gymnastics and that is what she does mm-hmm. because she spends many hours a week 
practicing gymnastics. And Charlie just doesn't want to do that. She wants to try everything. So, anyway, I loved, uh, and, may, and maybe that's why I love a league, a league of Their Own. I miss those days. I miss being in the dugout. I miss, like, um, I don't know, just the whole hanging with the team and the parties we'd go. I mean, the parties were like, we were kids. So I'm talking like a pizza party. I don't mean like <laughs> a drinking. Not a rager. We were not drinking. We were children. Yeah. Swing um, dancing. Swing dancing. <laughs> I No, I don't even think we got to do that. I think we mainly just ate pizza or went to a pool or something. I remember one time one of the girls mom's made homemade ice cream and we swam in her pool and ate homemade ice cream and I still to this day remember that as like one of the greatest moments of my life oh my <laughs> god um is that when you peaked is that when I peaked when I was playing softball no when you got to eat homemade ice cream at your friend's after pool. a game yeah maybe I no you know what I pitched on our all-star team for a while and there do you remember the picture of me in the paper pitching no Oh God, Dad! I mean, Dad had it's it. Saved Mom had it. it was, it's saved. I have seen it, and it. I was on the front page of the sports section pitching in the All Star game. Wow! And it said Smurl aims low as she pitches, and the blah blah blah. My God! And well, you know, it. It was the that was when I made Dad proud. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was the time. That was when that I made him. No, that I'm kidding. Dad, Dad is not like that. I do not mean to cast him like that, but, but no, I, I really, I really did love it, and I, I think that, um, I don't know. This movie is so. There are a lot of women who feel like I do about this movie. Well, you know, uh, it's it's timely, of course, as we mentioned last week, because there's the new series uh, out on Amazon Prime. It's right on. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, there are a couple elements that I think, I think that we're in the original movie that we're not like really gone into that I think are a bit more, uh, prevalent in the show without spoiling anything. And that's like, I was, I feel like Cindy, did you like this? Cause it's a little gay because I'm pretty sure like, like from, I mean, I know there was a prominent uh, player in the actual league who recently, who worked on the new show and also recently came out <laughs> like as like a like a 75 year old woman or something like came out and was like, I'm gay by the way. Yes. I mean, I I think that's definitely when I was so drawn to this movie as a younger person, part of it was this idea of all these women together, spending all this time together, like engaging in this like team effort to, you know, like supporting each other and loving each other and helping each other and, I was very drawn to that and like I identified with this main character who's who did I mean she had a husband but he was just he was very far away. <laughs> I, I I do think that was part of what attracted me to this movie. And I mean again Gina Davis is is very beautiful. But yeah, I mean that that was definitely part of it. And there there is there is something obviously that is something that is would be very different and I'm eager to see the series because you think about when the movie was made the idea that all of these women on this team are straight is seems a little flawed (laughs) just statistically (laughs) statistically well I just always like the like the dynamic between uh, Madonna and uh, Rosie O'Donnell's character because I feel like they're kind of like an old married couple (laughs) 
They are. And that was so common back then to have, especially, I feel like Rosie O'Donnell did the same thing in Now and Then. Yeah, actually. Mm -hmm. Like this, I have this other woman that I'm super close with and we're like, it's like we're a couple, but then, then they very clearly show us with men. So don't get it twisted because we're still making this movie in the nineties and we can't have gay people in the nineties. Well, the the character that Madonna's character was based on that, that it's not a direct one-to-one at all, but that was the, the, the woman that, that came out recently. Like she was nicknamed all the way may when she played and oh, wow. apparently she's a lesbian. So I thought that was interesting that it was Madonna's character that was actually canonically gay. Yeah. That I is thought you were going to say she was nicknamed Madonna. No. no. <laughs> <I> <laughs> that would excited. be wild. That would be, that would like, be weird. Um, I do, I do, I don't really love in movies where they do the thing where they show everybody like many, many years later. Yeah, there's something about that that always makes me so sad, not just in this movie, but in any movie when they're like, here's where all this cool stuff happened. And now 30 years later, I don't know. There's something about it that I always find. It's the passage of time. I'm getting old. That kind of thing (laughs) makes me sad. So, I mean, I can't say that. I I mean, I understand why they did it, because this was a real thing that happened. And it meant a lot to these women at the time. And then years and years later, when they got to see the what the display at the museum that they opened in their honor. And I get that you're also trying to figure out like did Kit and Dottie resolve things? Are they okay? Are they are they chill now? So, I understand why you do all that, but I always for me like when I I watch this I have watched this movie many times. I actually stop it before that last scene. I just don't need that. Wait, really? Yeah. <laughs> I like the last scene. I like it because you see all the old ladies playing baseball and they're, they're, they're like really into it. I know. It just makes me. It's just the passage of time. It's just the idea that now all these years went by and I don't know what happened, but they're gone now. Wow. <laughs> wow. Sid. <laughs> That's sad. I know. This movie makes me cry. Every time. And then Tom Hanks' character is dead? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Passage of time. They have a oh, little, uh, what's-his-face? The little boy? Oh, uh, Sin- not Sinclair. What's his name? Oh, I can't think of his name. And he grows up, and then his mom's dead, and we have to talk about that. <laughs> yeah. I don't well, know. I just Bob. Bob's dead. Bill Pullman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bill Pullman's dead. I'd forgotten he was in this movie when I was watching the opening credits. His name was there. I was like, oh, right, Bill Pullman. Who is he? And I was like, oh, he's just, <laughs> it's a just you know, he's very good in his role, but it's just, he's the husband. He shows up. Mm-hmm. He smiles. That's it. <laughs> I mean, it's a beautiful scene when he shows up at her, whatever that is, bed and breakfast where they're staying. Yeah. Boarding house? Would that have been a boarding house? Probably, probably? boarding house. Yeah. I guess we didn't have hotels yet. <laughs> no, we had hotels. <laughs> I know, I'm joking. <laughs> Back before hotels. No, we, we had hotels. Put a bunch no, of girls. No hotels. No. No, but you had to have chaperones because they were, yeah. you know, unattended ladies. Of course. Ladies traveling on their own. Taboo. Unattended. Who knows what like, they do? I mean, I know, presumably they're like, I mean, these are adults women these are late 20s 30s well i think it was the 
my assumption is, in part, it, I don't think at the time, as a woman, you would have traveled alone. Hmm. It would have been seen as, like, a little scandalous to be out traveling unaccompanied by anyone. Like, you didn't have to necessarily have a, a spouse or a boyfriend or something, but to not have, like, an adult, like, an older chaperone or something with you, it would have been a little scandalous. But I think the other thing, is, it's a lot about, like, the league image is what they're talking about. You know, we want these, we don't want, there was, you can tell there was a lot of effort put in. And if somebody didn't feel comfortable coming out about their sexuality, it made sense because they didn't want these women to look masculine. Right. They, they went to great lengths to make them feminine, but playing baseball, but still feminine, mm-hmm. but playing baseball. Because they made them take those, like... Uh, you know, the classes, the cotillion I want to say situation. Cotillion, thank you. I was about <laughs> to say debutante, and I'm like, that's not the word I'm looking for, cotillion. You did cotillion, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, How was that? Was, I, I didn't like it, uh, but they did give you that punch with the Sprite and the Sherbert, so I stuck around for oh. that. Oh, I love that punch. Do yeah. you love that punch? I love that punch. There should be a drink based on that punch. No. Like a grown-up version of that? No, there should be no drinks ever. <laughs> I was going to say, that's, that's maybe not the... <laughs> no, my friend had that punch at her wedding. Because, um, you know, it was in a, her wedding and reception were in a church, so there was no alcohol, you know, sure, anywhere. Sure. Um, and there were a lot of children. So there was a big bowl of pink stuff. And I leaned over to my friend, who was also in the wedding. I was like, how much do you want to bet that's that good punch that has, like, rainbow sherbet in it? And she said, no, that can't, that's not what that is. That can't be what that is. Sure enough, I go up there and you can see the ice cream still sitting in it, kind of melting on the top because it had like the green and the orange. Yep. I want to know if this is a universal thing. I want to know if this is, okay, I want to, punch. I would love to hear from people who don't live in Huntington. (laughs) Well, I mean, you can tell us too, but I would love to know if this is regional is this like Southern or Appalachian? Is this an is this an American thing? Is this just something we do, or is every does everyone know about sherbet punch? I would love to know if this is something that everyone is aware of, and everybody's like, yeah, of course, sherbet punch. Yes, obviously, at your birthday party, you had sherbet punch. Oh, I, it's, it's Sprite, sherbet, and pineapple, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. Those are the ingredients. Yeah, I believe that is correct. Yeah. yeah. Now we were never fancy enough. I don't feel like we ever had a party where we had it. No, no, it was no. something. I, I I went through an entire cotillion course so I could get it. I wore white gloves on a weekly basis for the punch. That's that's so refined. My gosh. School parties where you had that punch (laughs) and pizza and those big bags of chips. That was a school party. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It used to be my playground. (laughs) (laughs) I love that song. a bummer at the end though like i i remember that song was in the movie and like it's such a like it's an upbeat ending i mean i think i i'm okay with the passage of time sydney is not but that's all right uh the the ending is i think upbeat and then the sad sad song comes on like oh (laughs) don't hold on to the past It is. It's a very sad song. It's a. It's. It's sad. It's a sad. I mean, it's a. It's lovely, but it. The whole movie is tinged with a little bit of sadness. Yeah. It's. It's like nostalgia. That's what nostalgia is. We haven't talked. What the um. Oh gosh, the really good. Well, she's a good hitter. Uh, the character who's who's 
who's raised by her 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 father. What's her name? M- Mora, Martha, Marta. Moira, Mar- Moira. Is it something no. like that? Mora. But you know that yeah. that narrative. I mean, that also like when when her dad is is. I mean, that whole scene where you're introduced to her character. Mm-hmm. And then when her dad like apologizes for raising her like a boy, I I teared up at that scene. I because also she's like a glamorous Hollywood actress, like that we're supposed yeah. to believe that because she kind of hunches over and makes a face, she's unattractive. Is is you know it's, it's the nineties. That that is that is the nineties, and that and, but I feel like that's classic even outside the nineties where we're taking someone and we're like, this is supposed to be the unattractive person, right? And it's like well. <laughs> I mean, they're all beautiful. (laughs) They're in movies. (laughs) Um, Well, I think we've talked about a league of their own (laughs) as much as as much as at least Riley's going to be able to handle. (laughs) That's all right. Um, Well, and I want I I rewatched it last night and then I I watched one episode of the new show and it's all I can already see like while they're they're paying homage to the movie, they're also Mm -hmm. sort of. You know, like playing around, like adding in some humor, kind of calling out some of the the shortcomings of the film. So I think I think it's. I mean, I just seen the one episode, but it's gotten good reviews so far. I want to watch it. I mean, because I really, I, I always did love that movie. I like, um, even though I don't like watching like the sport baseball. I <laughs> I like watching <laughs> women acting like they're playing sport. I see, I, I feel like you're missing. I, I feel like you're missing out there because have you been as an adult to a baseball game? You know what's sad? One time we went to a Cincinnati Reds game. We took Riley. She was little. This is this was before kids. So Mm. this is how long ago this was. Riley was little. Justin and I took her and we watched half an inning and it got rained out. See, so that is my only experience as an adult going to a baseball game. I didn't. I would have said the same that I don't. I don't think I like baseball. And then I had like a, a friend that really liked to go see the Mets regularly every time their parents were in town. So we, I got brought along to a few Mets games, and I had it's. I feel like it's things you would like. Like, I mean, for one, there's there's you know you can have a beer. There's good food. I mean, it's ballpark food. Uh, I'll eat a, I, I will eat a corn dog any day of the week. Well, and like it's not like yeah, especially if you're just on like a regular season game, like it's not super crowded, you know, you got plenty of space. There's lots of like call and response, little goofy dances to do. Like it's kind of relaxing. It's not high tension. It's not like some sports where you're watching like every play. Like I don't know. I really enjoy like a baseball game is kind of like a whole day experience, but I I've, I've enjoyed all the baseball games I've gone to. Like I don't know enough to be invested in the teams. Like this is my team. I'm just like uh, whatever. I'm just I, happy to I, I would sit here and do this. I really I would go love going again. to baseball. I, and games. I will say I will I will agree with you that like I don't love. I will watch a little bit of football on TV. I don't love football on TV, but I've always loved going to Marshall games yeah. and going to going to watch a live football game. I really enjoy it. I wouldn't say like I love the sport necessarily, but the experience of going to the game, I've always super enjoyed. So I can see, even though I don't, I wouldn't say I love watching baseball on TV. Like going to a baseball game, I'm sure is a much better experience. I think it's it's really it's it's fun. I, I would encourage everybody yeah. to go. It's also, I mean, it's also just a cheap, fun way to spend a day. I'd rather watch women's softball. I think. Well, you gotta. If only there was a... Is there major league women's softball? I don't think so. 
Isn't there? Is I there? think there is. I don't, I'm completely out of the loop. I could believe. I don't is. know. I well, hope there would. None be. of us are. None of us are sports fans. You can tell. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not anti sports though. I don't. I don't hate. I don't hate on sports. You know, some people are very anti sports. I don't. I appreciate them. I'm impressed when people can do a lot of the things. Um, it's just not often how I want to like watch TV. I will say. I, anytime I will get engaged in any sport that's on TV if that's the thing to watch. Like. Yeah. If, if it's a group activity, definitely. Yeah. I always enjoy when our dad does fantasy football and he'll have me download the app on my phone to help him keep track of his players. And I don't full, I, I understand the basic rules of football. I don't get involved in depth, but I always enjoy having to make up like, like I pretend I know what's happening so I can update him on who's in and who's out. And, yeah, you should drop him and pick him up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then inevitably I get calls like, and then this guy, you know, I picked up this player from his team and he's done this and done that. I don't know. But it's, it, I go along Maybe with Maybe this it. is why dad loses every year. <laughs> Maybe oh. you should find a better assistant. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm joking. Wow. You said you make it up. Well, I mean, I know the, the important facts. Okay. I just like to make up the context surrounding it so I sound like I know what I'm talking about. Oh, okay. All right. I gotcha. <laughs> I thought you meant you made up who to pick up and who to drop. Oh, like no. I just make stuff up and he doesn't. No. <laughs> he knows he knows football. Yeah. He's a sports. I guy. think that's nice. He really loves that you do that with him, so it's all the sports he, I watch. That's and anytime we bring a fantasy football, he goes, Well, I couldn't do it without Rilo. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you both for watching the League of Their Own. I love it and Thank you. I, I hadn't you. hadn't seen it. And I, I'm going to check out the new series. I'm excited. Uh, Taylor, what's next? Well, I was, uh, it was inspired by the, the new series because it stars uh, Abby Jacobson, who I adore. Um, so I thought, I thought we could talk about Broad City, which I know is a little bit more recent, but I guess it's not that recent. Um, uh, but definitely a, a, a show that I, I love. And it's a very specific time and place in my life. All right. All right. Well, we will check out Broad City for next week. And um, in the meantime, Riley's going to move to D.C. Yep. Except by the time this is out there, I've, I've done. I'm already be there. You're going to be abroad in a city. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm abroad abroad. Ooh. And that was a callback from the, the last right. episode. Remember? Great. That, abroad, that abroad. great joke. No. That no, great abroad. joke great I told. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was very proud. Keep it going. I told Justin about it later. You brought that back up later in your day mm-hmm. to tell did, him about my great joke. How did he respond to that? He said, that was a good job, honey. Good joke. <laughs> but he didn't laugh. That's so. the exact response <laughs> I would have expected. That's, yeah. that's what you want when you tell a joke. Someone to go, oh, good job. He <laughs> <laughs> did the joke. Justin gets mad sometimes. He's like, you never laugh. You just go, that's funny. <laughs> He's like, well, if it's funny, why don't you laugh? <laughs> He's just acknowledging off. it. I don't. I am. I don't laugh easily. I don't know. I like to withhold it. I know how much he wants it. You know, he's gotta make him work for you it. I gotta make him work for it. Yeah. So he gets his best material. I'm honing him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Thank you all. Uh, please watch a league of their own. Even if you think you don't like baseball, or softball or whatever i don't know watch it if you like gina davis and tom hanks and who doesn't there you go who doesn't uh thank you to maximum fun you should go to maximumfun.org check out all the great podcasts there um 
you can tweet at us at stillbuff. You can email us at stillbuffering at maximumfun.org, especially if you want to tell us about if everybody drinks sherbet punch, because I'm just dying to know if this is universal. <laughs> and if not, I hope we have spread the gospel of sherbet punch to you. It's really good. It's really good. Um, and thank you to the novellas for our theme song, Baby Change Mine. This has been your cross-generational guide to the culture that made us. I am Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McRoy. And I'm Taylor Smurl. I am still buffering. And I am too. We didn't even talk about there's no crying in baseball. We didn't say that one time. I did. I did. did you? Yeah. Did I miss it? Okay. No, don't listen to me. That's okay. I listened to you. I just missed oh, it. There's no crying in podcasting. <laughs> there is. Yeah, there is. There's a lot of that. Hi everyone, I'm Anna McLeod. And I'm Alexis B. Preston. And we host a show called Comfort Creatures, the show for every animal lover, be it a creature of scales, six legs, fur, feathers, or fiction. Comfort Creatures is a show for people who prefer their friends to have paws instead of hands. Unless they are raccoon hands, that is okay. That is absolutely okay, yeah. Yes. Every Thursday, we will be talking to guests about their pets, learning about pets in history, art, and even fiction. Plus, we'll discover differences between pet ownership across the pond. It's going to be a hoot on Maximum Fun. MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture. Artist-owned. Audience supported.